February Mzansi, and that means we're spreading love this month. Happy Valentine's Month to you. You're listening to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala, my producer is Hazel Makuzeni, and our technical producer today is Lance Andrews. Our contact details are 0892-102010, email otherwise at safm.co.za, tweets at otherwise safm or at Shadow Twala. Today we talk to editors of various women's magazines about their latest issues. So we talk to founding editor of Destiny magazine, Kanye Zomo, Aspasia Karas of Marie Claire, editor of Good Housekeeping, Sally Emery, Dudum Vimbili Shabano of True Love magazine, and Susie Brokenshaw, editor of Fair Lady magazine. But first, our lunch bite for today, which is about happiness. We are the wellspring of our own happiness. Our happiness resides within us. No one else and nothing else can give it to us. We may try to find all kinds of things outside ourselves to fill us up and make us happy, but they are all short-lived. We think success, recognition, respect, money, and prestige will do it for us. They're nice for a while, and the feeling lingers that something is missing. This does not mean that a happy person cannot have all these accoutrements of success. She can. Happiness, however, is not a result of these symbols of success. Happiness is ethereal. It only dwells within, and when we seek it, it becomes even more elusive. So what's the takeaway for today? I have the opportunity to open myself to the happiness that is mine today and not try to fill myself with happiness substitutes. Otherwise, on SAFM. I'd like to say welcome to Kanye Zomo, the founding editor of Destiny Magazine. Kanye, hello. Hi, Shadow. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for talking to us. We've been trying to do this for a while. Yes, I'm <laughs> glad we finally managed to do it. It's a great start to the year. No, it is wonderful. And congratulations on a beautiful magazine, by the way. Thank you so much. Listen, um, and of course, you've got this amazing, good-looking girl, Gail Mabalane, on yes. the cover, which made me want to ask you, what does your cover and the subject, uh, cover subject, uh, what does it have to have? What is it communicating to us? Um, and what processes do you go through to decide who to put on the cover and the kind of stories? Um, I think we really look at, you know, a person's journey towards fulfilling their destiny. Um, and whether they are pursuing that journey with uh, tenacity, um, with excellence, um, in a way that's inspiring to others, mm-hmm. um, and obviously in a way that has some kind of profile, um, so that you know there's there's just that recognizability um, mm-hmm. that is quite important um, in a cover. So they don't necessarily have to be a, 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 a classic celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, but that element of being known somehow or the brand with which they're working with being known um, is quite important. But more than anything, it's the journey. And I think that's why we, we tend to have more diverse covers, mm. have a very diverse view of success. Um, and that's why you'll see someone like um, Dr. Anna Mohokong, mm. who's you know um, on a multi-billion rand journey to mm. destiny. Um, but then you'll also see us celebrate uh, Gail Mabalane, who's also on you know, a very impressive journey to her destiny, but at a different stage in her life that appeals to a different, um, um, a, a different reader. So looks have got nothing to do with it? Looks don't have anything to do with it. Obviously, whenever we get the person onto the cover, mm-hmm. we will do our thing to, uh, to make them look great. Um, but for us in particular, as destiny, um, it, it definitely isn't about the looks. 
um, and, and that's why we have the diversity of women that you see on our covers. Well, I loved reading her story. I mean, it's, it's really an encouraging story. It's very inspiring. And I, I wish her well in, 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 in her, you know, in her journey to, yes, to get but this. but it's very real. I think, you know, what I love is that so many of us can relate to her story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you, you wrote about Faith of Fad, and I'm so glad that you, you, you brought it into the fold because there's so many of these new charismatic churches. Yes. Why did you think you, it was important, though, for you? You know, I think religion and faith and what we believe in is such an important part of who we are. And again, it's such an important part of that journey, um, you know, as we fulfill our destiny in life. Um, what you believe, you know, what you fall back on often during the hard times and also what you go back to, to, to you know, to celebrate during the good times, I think often is centered around your faith and what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, But it, it's also an equally intriguing business story because uh, many of these new charismatic churches are making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they're springing up everywhere. Um, so for us, it was really a matter of um, covering something that we know is touching our readers, uh, many of our readers' lives, that is part of their journey, um, you know, in terms of how they fulfill their destiny and what some of the tools and things that they use um, along the way, um, but also looking at the business um, of of these charismatic churches. It wasn't really necessarily to, to judge, mm-hmm. uh, because it's a very difficult thing to judge. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be very close to the churches, you have to know the people involved before you can make a judgment. Um, but it is, it, it, it's drawing attention um, and asking, we believe, some, some relevant questions so that in, when one makes the decision that this is the church I want to belong to, this is the faith, this is the leader I'm buying into who, who helps me on my particular um, journey, um, on my faith, that they have the information um, and that they have the tools to make informed decisions. Mm. You know, I look at your magazine, you say beautiful, powerful you, and, and usually people think women's magazines just carry fashion, beauty, gossip, and that sort of thing. But you also have included, and, and I want to know how important, again, it is to include a bit of politics, a bit of culture, and, and, and those kinds of things, because the religion story is also part of why I'm asking, because you, you, you want to deal with a, a holistic, you have a holistic kind of view towards um, your approach to, very to, much so mm-hmm. very very much so we, we, we definitely cover it all um, and um, but it, it, it's it, I think that's what I found missing at the time that I was thinking about forming destiny I, I just uh, returned from the US um, doing my MBA there and researching um, this magazine and, and, and the type of content that we now cover um, while I was studying at Harvard Business School. Mm. And what I really found missing, even globally, not just in South Africa, was just a magazine that genuinely looks at um, at the woman holistically and celebrates her holistically mm-hmm. um, and doesn't just look at the basics. So even in terms of business, um, in terms of spirituality, in terms of relationships, um, it doesn't look at the basics. It doesn't scratch at the surface, but it really goes deeper um, and... and, and um, you know, shed some light and information and inspiration um, around issues that she often discusses, not necessarily in public spaces, mm-hmm. she wants to discuss but um, doesn't feel comfortable doing so, or where people just sometimes feel she doesn't have the intellect. You know, so many people have read Destiny and said, what I like about the magazine is that it, 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 it accepts as given that I'm intelligent. Um, and that's the point of departure. <laughs> and, um, and you know, I don't know if it happens intentionally or not, but, you know, sometimes I think there's the feeling that um, women's intelligence tends to be undermined um, 
on, on, on other platforms. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was going to ask you who your target market was and, and who you believe is reading it. Obviously, now you say the intelligent, intelligent woman. Um, but what, what, what's, what's the profile of the Destiny Reader? The profile of the Destiny Reader is quite broad in terms of age group. Um, I think we, we comfortably talk to women right from the age of about 25 to 55. Um, give or take um, on, on, on either side. Listen, um, older the... than 55, please, hello. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, sort of 25 plus, actually. When we, um, you know, often when we do describe our age range, I'd say it's 25 plus, but I think mm-hmm. if one wants a, a kind of a, a, a core, that would potentially be it. Mm-hmm. I think that we, we go beyond that in terms of, you know, we go beyond 55, and mm-hmm. I think we certainly attract readers younger than 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, the most important thing is, 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 is this almost obsession with ensuring that she travels this journey um, in a holistic way, in an authentic way, in a beautiful and powerful way. Um, and so whatever level she's at on this journey um, towards fulfilling her destiny, she's bound to find something in destiny that, that inspires her, that um, you know encourages her, that pats her back and says you're on the right track. Um, that surprises her, um, be it in fashion, in beauty, in lifestyle, spirituality, business, entrepreneurship, um, and careers, um, and and relationships. So um, I think that 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 for me is the core, and 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 excellence and authenticity. Um, I think are probably the common thread throughout, regardless mm-hmm. of her age and, and the stage of life that she's in. And that's also what we celebrate, and that's what we try to inspire in our reader as well. Can you? So, how are you spreading love this month? Oh, <laughs> that, that came out of nowhere. I know. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, let's let's find out how you're spreading love. It's the love month. It is the love month. It's just started. So I think I haven't quite figured out my spreading love strategy. But um, I think, you know, as a, as a wife and uh, and a mother, obviously, with my, my husband and my children, it's, it's about just loving them even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, trying to reconnect with friends and, and you know, in, in also in environments of just love and enjoying each other. Um, there are a few friends I haven't caught up with since, since the holidays, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in in Destiny, we, we've, you know, um, also planned a number of articles um, and uh, a number of activities and competitions that are all very much fitting with with the theme of love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also as a team at Ndalo Media, um, you know, I think we'll probably have some chocolates and nice things kind of distributed around the office closer to Valentine's Day. Um, and then I've also, on myself, I'm trying to spend a bit more time on myself this year. So I've taken up Pilates. Um, mm. When the muscles are sore, it doesn't feel like much love. But it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> giving myself a bit more time, um, working out a bit more, and, uh, and just taking better care of myself. Well, happy Valentine's Month, and thank you for taking time to talk to us. Thank you, Shadow. Happy Valentine's Month to you and your listeners, and God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Kanye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's uh, Kanye Lomo, Destiny Magazine. Gail looks absolutely gorgeous on the cover, but her story is even more inspiring. When we come back, uh, we're talking to uh, Aspasia Karas of Marie Claire and find out what's in, at, at, in, in the magazine this month after this. Otherwise... On SAFM. Editor of Marie Claire Aspasia Karras. Welcome, darling. How are you today? 
Hello, lovely Shara. I'm fine. And you? I love Cape Town. I see you've got a beautiful T-shirt there. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, my joke. I went for it to Joburg Fashion Week. <laughs> you are naughty, aren't you? Um, <laughs> but, but listen, anyway. you went straight into it in this magazine uh, this month. You you took it right there to looking sexy now, date night, yeah, and, and yes. all of those well, kinds it is of things. February, but also back to work, which is kind of important. But there is a beautiful editorial on um, all the best lingerie, and I think what is delightful is that we make um, sort of. Those Bridget Jones panties look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's not only G-strings, eh? Yes, no, we've moved away. We've moved completely away. Lingerie I... is like kind of romantic, playful, bloomerish. <laughs> <laughs> Those used to be very sexy, in fact, in the 30s and 40s, weren't they? 20s, 30s and 40s. Um, exactly, exactly. And it is. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen... Um, Dieter von but you know she's a famous burlesque dancer who, and and I think she's just like sort of managed to take that stuff into the mainstream. Mm. All those like thirties, forties, sexiness covering up, like really, you do not have to break the internet. <laughs> while we sexy. while we <laughs> there, that your sex report. Yes, yes, isn't it interesting? about the internet um, um, the kind of what is happening you know what um, is happening we took an empty poll which is like really interesting have your text flirtationship ever turned into real life love um, 45% said yes 55% no hmm. <laughs> hmm. but also I love I mean because the whole month we try to dedicate to just Real issues facing love. So, I mean, you you would probably be able, as a very successful, sort of powerful career woman, <laughs> be able to talk to this. But does, like, your your high-flying career, like, sort of undermine mm. your, your relationship? Mm. Um, you know, Hollywood's Big Bang Theory, all sorts of people broke up after that, like, sort of succeeded mm-hmm. um, Hillary Swank but from the filler Chad Love does mm-hmm. anyone know who Chad Love <laughs> no. Witherspoon from Philippe Ryan Madonna from Guy Ritchie Sandra Bullock from you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Perry. so uh, you know do marriages and not necessarily celebrity marriages implode when um, the male star gets eclipsed Mm. Supernova wife. It's interesting. Well, very, um, very interesting read that. Um, you also and the most moving read. I don't know if you got to this, but mm. this is just. I love the story. It made me want to weep. But um, this mother had a son with autism, and gave him Siri. And you know, she asked Siri on the iPhone. Just how bad a mother am I? She wondered as she watched her 13-year-old son deep in conversation with Siri. But it is the most amazing story about just how Siri actually helps this boy grow mm-hmm. emotionally. How beautiful. No, I did see yes. that. I did yes, see I tell you. 
Yeah, no, no, I did see that, and it was uh, the kind of thing that you you really read with a box of tissues. And then, exactly. And then you demystify the whole thing about detoxing. Yes, yes, because I mean, I think that it's that time of the year where everyone's like, "Oh my God, I better lose X number of kilograms that I put on over the holidays," and I think. I mean, buy the magazine, read it, because mm. I think it may be the most useful thing that happens to you. People must not go on these crazy fads. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, my most beautiful uh, pages I enjoyed were the fashion pages where Africa, oh. <laughs> Africa goes resort. I mean, the colors are absolutely, it's so fresh, it is so comfortable it is, is it is just something i would like to to wear on a daily basis the colors are amazing no it is beautiful and the joy is it's it's all um designers from africa fashion week so you know the i love this marion fazler jumpsuit that was the oh. most delightful thing oh. at oh. fashion week no, actually, it really moved me. No, it is it, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. And uh, then Jay Z, the mail order was also just something. <laughs> lovely pictures, those. Fabulous. Well, I mean, it's a fun month, and then we like to finish off, as you know, with um, a life story. And I don't know about you, but I am just so in love with um, the new funny woman in um, Hollywood. Just the fact that like, women can have an amazing sense of humor. So this month we did Kristen Wiggs. And I adored her. I watched um, her new film, um, the, called The Skeleton Twins. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Amazing. Very, very brilliant. Very real. Very funny. Um, and she is just a wonderful woman to watch. Well, fantastic. That's uh, Kristen Wiig, eh? From Saturday Night yeah. Live, eh? She gives you, yeah, exactly. She gives you like a sort of, and from Bridesmaids um, and what have you, but here are her three words of advice on how to be funny. Number one, play an oddball. <laughs> <laughs> number two, improvisation. And number three, just step out of your comfort zone. And I almost feel that that's like good advice for life. Never mind. Um. Well, you've, you've learned those lessons very well. <laughs> Are you saying I'm an oddball? No. <laughs> and start with a yes and see where that takes you, huh? Exactly. Our other funny girl, Tina Fey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think that's a brilliant quote. It is. We it should is. Um, internalize it. Well, fantastic. I'm going to tweet it right now. Tweet it at you. Start with the yes and see where that takes you. Thank you so much for talking to us, Aspasia. Thank you. Thank you, lovely shadow. We'll chat next month. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That's what Marie Claire has for you. Um, Ultimate Jewel edit as well, 64 pieces to make you shine. And there's also winning the body shop hampers worth 30,000 rand. Most importantly, because it's love month, look sexy now, date night, hair, glowing skin, dressed up and all of those kinds of things and lingerie to lust after. When I come back, I think then we talk good housekeeping with Sally Emery. Otherwise, on SAFM. 
Sally Emery is editor of Good Housekeeping. Sally, hello, welcome. Hi, Shadow. How are you? Happy Love Month. It is Love Month indeed. And, um, you know, I think there's, it's what a great thing to celebrate, love. Do you know that I've, for a while I just thought, okay, love, Valentine's Month and all of those kinds of things like Christmas, it's just a commercial thing. But I think we need this month more than anything thing else and more than any other time in this country i think we need to embrace each other spread as much love as possible that's my feelings exactly and that's exactly what i addressed in my editor's letter that um the days of me rolling my eyes over valentine's day and and as you say celebrating love are over i think wow in this world we, we could do to focus a bit more on love I know, because, you know, it, we, you don't have to buy flowers or send cards, but just have that intent of giving love as much as you can to everyone that you engage or encounter throughout your day. Uh, I couldn't agree more, Shadow, and I think we, we have so many opportunities during the day to show kindness, and um, the thing is, it doesn't just make the person that you're showing kindness too happy, it actually makes you happy too. I think we all know that, don't we? Yeah, no, we, 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 we do. Now, even Longoria, I mean, yes. hello, um, <laughs> you know, she, she doesn't age, does she? You know, I, 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 it, it was such a surprise when I read the feature because obviously Eva is still associated with Desperate Housewives. And when I yes. read our feature that we carried on her and found out all this incredible information about this woman. I mean, when she was filming um, Desperate Housewives, she was going to law school at night. You know, she's a really um, strong activist. She's just made a documentary on, um, you know, why we should eat organic. And not just because the food is healthy, but because to save the farm workers from actually dealing with poisonous sprays, etc. And I just love the message messages that she gives across in that interview i saw a very different side to her oh for sure please do stay on the line for me sally we're taking news headlines yes. and we're back talking to you after this otherwise on safm now i just thought no one sally my guest by the way sally from good housekeeping and i'm so excited that you covered the bra problems because oh finding a bra I know, we, that issue's only been on the shelf for just over a week and I've already had so many emails from readers and, um, uh, and messages on social media saying thank you because actually it is, let's face it, we put one on every single day. Yes. And, and, you know, issues like back fat and underarm fat and straps that cut and underwires that don't work and, and, um, so what we did is we shot the, um, we shot the fashion using women with real body shapes and and then actually addressed all the various issues that you might find that we as we just discussed and and offered solutions as well as great shapewear you know to wear underneath your clothes so that you can get rid of bumps and bulges and just feel more com comfortable and more confident in your day i don't think we can talk about it enough because i think women have suffered over the years now i understand why they threw away their bras in the 60s but, you know, <laughs> the bra. It was a jolly good statement. <laughs> because really, and, uh, it's, it, it's the most difficult thing, firstly, to, to find. And of course, the bigger, the bigger your bra, the more money it costs. Yes, and I think that that's, you know, um, needs to be addressed as well. And if people could actually, get, so often we just don't know the right bra size that we are, because it's an, something we dash in, we grab something, and then you can't really take it back, and it turns into a big rigmarole. But actually, if you get yourself measured properly before and understand exactly how measurements work, um, you know, then that will really help you when you're going out to choose something that suits and fits your body the best, and flatters your body the best. I must tell you a very funny story, and I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm just about to tell it on radio. <laughs> 
I went, I went looking for, you know, when you find one, then you want to buy five or six of them because, yes. you know, you're really so excited. So I go ahead and grab as much as I could and I got home yeah. and one of them that I was very excited about was a feeding bra. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Did you take it back, Shadow? Well, I didn't take it back because, you know, it's also just quite a thing to take it back. So I'm looking for a friend who's, fe- who's breastfeeding. <laughs> I remember the feeding bar days. I don't want to go back No, there. no, please. You know, it was a terrible sign. I love your uh, Moroccan bazaar, hey? Isn't it fantastic? You know, I think that so often we forget that, you know, places like Morocco, it's African, it's part of our heritage and our celebration. And Morocco is really one of those African styles that is celebrated internationally and it's so accessible for us. And I think just to look at that in a sort of fresh, modern way and how you can actually shop that style just by adding small elements into your home. You don't, you know, housekeeping isn't about redoing it, your whole house, mm-hmm. but just about taking different things and adding small pieces that aren't going to cost you a fortune and actually giving your, your environment a whole different fresh look. And what a great thing to do with an African vibe as well. It is, it is. I mean, I, I just returned from Morocco in November. I tell you. Oh, you, you were want, you there? Was yes, you want, you want to take everything home. It is so, so gorgeous. <laughs> Did you do some hard bargaining? You're very well, that's what you do. <laughs> yes. Especially when you're an English speaker, then it works, you know. It works yeah, all the time. Yeah. Now, lastly, Sally, something I really yeah. appreciate is giving, finding more time and more energy. Yes, I know. You know, that that story as well it resonates with me and I think with probably all of your listeners as well. And I think it starts off by saying 40% of working mothers with kids feel like they are rushed. And um, I loved how the story very practically unpacks the fact that actually maybe it's not about having that you haven't got enough time. Maybe mm. we've got more than enough time, but we don't have the energy. We're not using our energy in the right way to use our time correctly. Mm. And um, I, I really liked how it went through the practical things that you can do to keep track of your time. You know, take a time diary. How much of your time are you actually wasting on things? And also to be using your time for things that make you feel positive because when you feel positive you feel more energized mm. and when you feel more energized suddenly energy seems to double your time doesn't it yes you know yes. and and um so I, I really like the fact that it tackled this issue in a very practical way where when you finished reading it you feel like you're empowered to actually grab more time get get more out of the hours that we are getting given each day well it keeps you in control as well because then you you control what the things you do and what your time looks like Exactly. Sometimes you look back and you think, oh, that was such a waste of time. It didn't make me feel good. I didn't achieve anything. Maybe it's time to cut those activities out of my day. Time, time, time. Thank you, Sally. Thank you yes. so much for talking to it's us. Lovely and, to and, to you, Shadda. And have a, have a great uh, love month what, 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 and Thank make you. the most of it. Huh? You too. <laughs> Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you so much. It's all in good housekeeping um, uh, this month, February 2015. Lots of beautiful things, but that bra story and the time one are my best stories in the magazine. And we'll come back now to look at what True Love magazine has for us. Otherwise... Dudum Vimbili Shabane is the editor of True Love magazine and she joins me now on the phone. Hello, Dudu. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And you? Great, thank you. Have you got your roses and chocolates and everything ready for Valentine's Day? Uh, I should, say <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> now, Dudu, you've got Usonia Sidibe on your, on, on, on your cover. 
and and you know she went and it's a, it's an exclusive view. How did you get the story? Um, you know, it's, it's stories like these don't you, you don't just pick up your phone and just call. And well, that's why I'm asking. What, yes. what give us you, the tricks of getting that story? <laughs> you gotta build a relationship. You know, you gotta be that person that they trust. You know, it's not just a, a, in this case. It's not just give me the story. It's mm. also show her why she has to do that story how many women are suffering out there mm. you know so it's not just you know her story and me getting the story it's it took it, it took another it, two years you know it's a two-year thing that i've been working on with mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. so it's been a journey with her it's not just you know uh just worry. Mm-hmm. do you find that she feels better now that she's spoken out about her, her divorce i think um she will get better because now um, things are now, you know, because at, at the time there's been um, speculation, you know, which is one of the things that uh, I said to her, you know what, for you to stop the speculation, you know, you got to come out and say, this is my story and, mm-hmm. you know, this is what's happening. So and people can understand your pain as well, you know, and not just uh, want uh, become meat, you know, become pub- uh, tabloid meat. Mm. You know? You, as much as it's hard for you to to divide some of the details, which is one of the things that we we discussed that we're not gonna go that route as well, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be sleazy. I didn't want her to come across as bashing at the, the ex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I wanted her to just share, you know, because someone out there is going through what she is going through, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it, it, yeah, it, it was a two year it was a two year uh, negotiation. Well, congratulations it means you know how to get a story when you want one. <laughs> I think it's it's also not about uh, wanting it now. Mm-hmm. You know, the problem is when you want it now, you're just going to take anything that you get. Mm, and wanting it for the right reasons is important. Yes, mm. yes. But um, most of your magazine is really talking to February as the love month. There's um, um, the nip and tuck story. That one is another one, you know. Are you encouraging this? I think, you know, for me, as um, you know, as people that want to lead in lifestyle trends, you know, you, you, you owe it to your readers to tell them that this is what's happening out there. You know, sometimes mm. it's not yet happening in the country, mm. but just know that this is what's happening currently. So they can make an informed decision make when, an informed decision. when, when they, and, and then you tell them how to make him fall in love all over again with you. Yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> not everyone would be into the Valentine hype, but, you know, you, you gotta be, sometimes play sweet, sweet and hard, you know, have that mixture of sweet and hard, but also in relationships, you know, there's this, you know, once a relationship has gotten to marriage and what, then it becomes like a routine. Mm, you know? mm. So it was just a sweet story on how to go back, you know, the first time you met, all those things, just to remind yourself why you are with him, you know, and what is it that excited him at the time. But not, it's not just also about him, it's also about her, you, you know, you as well. So it's, it's a mixture of, of stories in there. And, you know, I wonder if you, you would encourage uh, women who buy your magazine to read it with their spouses or their partners. Would, you know, would, would it make it better to, to, to have the... Because I know that men would probably pick up, the, quite a few of them who pick up women's magazines just to find out what's going on in our heads. I think they but should. They should I read it together. they should because if you really want to understand women, 
you know, and what and and their issues, not just understand women in, in general, but in their issues as well. What you know, what they're going through. I think if you pick up a woman's mag, that's a, that's the best way to understand. You know what we're talking about. You know when we're discussing as friends. You know, magazines are this uh, are there as to be a friend. You know, so if you want to know what she's discussing when you're not there, you know, I think uh, getting your mag would be the best uh, tool for you. Now, my favorite story out of this magazine is something that I've been trying to encourage people to think about all the time, the truth about low-fat foods. It's very scientific. It's a very scientific story, but I think a lot of people would be shocked when they read it because I think in most times, even when people are not on diet, they want to go on low-fat, they want to mm. eat, you know, it's low-fat, it's low-fat. But this story, it, it, it highlights when they take out the fat, what is it that they put in? Mm. Because they still have to give you that sweet. Your gut still have to still taste sweet, but they've taken out the fat. So if you read it, you'll see, you'll make an informed decision. You know, it's a, it's a story about making that decision, uh, whether you want to go ahead and buy low fat or, you know, it, it, it's one of those, those stories that you'll have to make a decision once you've read it. Well, I, I did a toy toy last year at, at my favorite supermarket because they didn't have <laughs> they didn't have full cream, and I thought, what the, you know, you're not going to force me to buy low fat. I'm not doing that. And you know, after I read the story, I was like, yeah, I'm going back to fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, let's let's do the full cream thing. It's yes. it's okay to do that. It is, and it's nice. It's nice, you know. Well. Well, listen, well done with the lovely magazine, and I, I, I hope, um, I hope we, we, we get through um, Valentine's and loving each other and making us fall in love. I know you talk about uh, workplace relationships as well in there and money mistakes women make, so it's, it's full of goodness. Thank you so much. Hey? Thanks, Dudu, for talking to us. Pleasure. Bye-bye. That's True Love magazine. And finally, Fair Lady with Susan Brockenshaw. Um, and uh, uh, lovely, lovely stories as well that, that are here. And um, we're going to take a little break and come back to talk to Susie. After. Otherwise, on SAFM. Susie Brokenshaw is editor of Fair Lady magazine. Susie, hello, welcome. And happy Hi, Shadow. Happy New Year. I don't think I've spoken to you since the beginning of the year. Well, happy love month, darling. It's February. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Hey, you know, um, and I, I never thought I would until I did. I wanted that story so much because I need to get get to do those things that I really didn't think I would do. Well, there are a lot of things you don't want to do that were in that story. Like, for example, the woman who, who she's never thought she'd lose her husband at sea until she did and then she just mm. describes those two days of looking for him which is absolutely awful mm. and completely harrowing and then of course they found him which was which was such a relief to everybody yeah but two days eh yeah really and she was trying to keep it all together for her kids it's actually such an amazing story and the other one that was part of that that i also thought was incredible was lynn hannah when she talks about climbing mount everest mm, mm. and she is the head of clarence in south africa she is the most glamorous woman you can ever hope to meet and yet she has climbed mount everest and fully intends to do it again when her husband does it for his 10th time and i thought she said such amazing things about it she said that the she said it's such an emotional experience because the last when you summit you climb for about 23 hours 
and she said it's, you're just silent because you're wearing oxygen masks and all of that and she just mm. said it's such an incredibly emotional hard experience and people expect you to be elated but she said actually it's a very profound spiritual thing to get to the top i thought it was amazing but it also tells you about the human spirit really you know that you, you, if, if you put your mind to it you can actually do anything yeah well that's what she says and she said oh there was there's an amazing bit where she was very ill and so she had to um trek six hours um to a medical tent and she was really sick when she had to do this on the while she was waiting to summit and she walked into the tent and she said there was just this incredible woman there was a beautiful woman in there and she said she was wearing a beautiful white coat and everything about her was, in, was so well groomed and shiny. And she said she just started blubbering away because she was the first woman that she'd seen for so long. And mm. the woman just said to her, don't let us down. And wow. she said that was what gave her the strength. Wow. To carry on, yeah. Wow. It's really such an amazing story. Yeah. But I do understand. I mean, the, the bit that probably appealed to you is I never thought I'd travel on my own until I did. Because <laughs> that is a marvelous How do you know? How do you yeah. know? <laughs> that would get to me because, yes, really, I, I, I want to travel. And I and traveling on my own, I've, I've traveled on my own before. But I think now it's, it's backpack time, not the comfortable travel, you know. It's, yeah, it's such a fantastic thing to do. And apparently, I haven't seen that movie yet, but that uh, Wild, which everybody is talking about with Reese Witherspoon it's one of the Oscar contenders no, I haven't and, seen it. and it tells the story of a woman who it's a true story when her mum died she went kind of completely to the dogs and um, then she decided to pull herself together and part of and to be the mother to be the woman her mother thought she was and so she became, well, she previously she'd become a heroin addict and all kinds of terrible things. Mm. And then to prove to herself and to her dead mother that she was the woman that her mother thought she was, she did this huge trick on her own with, with a backpack across America, basically. Oh, lovely. lovely. And apparently it's the most inspiring story. I'll look out for it now. Yeah. Again, isn't it time to stop battling the march of time and celebrate getting older instead? You know what I love about these two stories? It's kind of a whole aging section that we put together here, and it's, it's about 15 pages, but it's really beautiful, interesting stuff. And it is about that getting older is not about trying to stop the passage of time. Mm. It's about looking really as, as we... As we often say, it's about looking the best you can for your age because nothing looks older than an older woman trying to look younger, frankly. <laughs> so it's, it's just about embracing age. And this incredible woman who started this movement about getting old happily, it's called pro-aging. Mm -hmm. She says, would we have benefited witnessing women older than ourselves celebrating themselves? And we've become a culture that's so unused to that. We don't see older women celebrating themselves and older women looking beautiful or sexual or just interesting. And I think that this story is all about that. It's about there's a huge increase now in older models. There's Dame Helen Mirren as the face mm. of L'Oreal, Julianne mm. Moore, Jane Fonda, Jessica Langer, Charlotte Rampling, Iris Upfall, who's 93. Wow. I mean, and then you saw, obviously, Joan Didion, which I thought was amazing in Vogue. I love Joan Didion, and she was there being used as a model. I think it's really interesting, these older women who are kind of embracing the aging process. I couldn't believe how gorgeous Lauren Hutton looks at, at 70, hey? She looks beautiful. And what they all say, their message is, it's all about, it's not about injecting stuff into your face and trying to look younger. It's about keeping your skin radiant. It's about looking your age just beautiful and i think that's such a nice message now what to say to a 36 year old mother dying of cancer oh this was a harrowing story did it you read is, it? it is oh it had me 
I think everybody ought to read it because we never know what to say when some when, when you know somebody's dying. Exactly. And we, we opt to stay away as opposed to, you know, being able to be there for them. And it's a conversation that needs to happen. Exactly. Amongst all of us. And I think she is she was unfortunately so so bright and so unsentimental, Kate Cross. And the story, and so she writes about the fact that she's dying and she kind of wrote to almost as a as a she said, as an act of creation in the middle of while her body was self destructing. But the she's very funny, which is so fantastic mm. and unsentimental mm. and one of the things that she talks about in the story which I thought was really incredible is a kind of a spiral where you are in the middle with, mm. with your very beloved closest people. And then she said, your next, the next spiral out is friends and friends who know you well and love you and other family members. And then the next spiral out is friends that you don't know that well. And so she does the spiraling of circles. And she says, the best advice that you can give to anybody is to, if they are feeling grief-stricken about the fact that you are dying, they must take out their grief on this, the next spiral out from them. I think everybody must read that story. It was it, so fantastic. It is a must. Well, Janie Allen, what yes. do you know? <laughs> Can you believe it? You know, she's so interesting because she tweets a lot about South Africa. She hasn't lived here for years, but she tweets a lot about it. And it's just such an interesting story. She always was really clever. I think it's the only thing that keeps her sane, really, the attachment yes. to South Africa. Yes, probably, yeah. But she always was incredibly clever and very, very bright. And she, I think she talks really, what she has to say about her spectacular fall from grace is really, it's quite fascinating and it's quite, it's very beautifully written. Oh, wow. So she's just an interesting woman and it's just looking back at somebody who, you know, did fall from grace spectacularly. Susie, we've run out of time. I can't believe it. But, uh, you know, I know everyone's going to go and look for Fair Lady because if anything, there's lots of, it's jam-packed with wonderful stories to read. But yeah. the Janie Allen does it for me as well. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much for talking to us. Okay. Have Thanks, a great Shadow. month, eh? Yeah, you too. Thank Cheers. you. Bye-bye. That's uh, Fair Lady's uh, Susie Brokenshire. And I, I tell you, if anything, Janie Allen is the person, the story, because she's writing a book and uh, it'll be interesting to, but she really um, is open about her life and her fall from grace.